0: Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people. Learn more about the program, podcast, and the free event tonight when you visit walkintruth.com. Now, today we're taking a break from our teaching in 1 Corinthians for a special program. Here's Pastor Michael with his guest, Greg Kokel, about how to have a game plan for discussing your Christian convictions.
1: Well, this is Pastor Michael Lance, and hey, listening family, it's great to have you aboard. We have a special program today where we have Greg Kokel from Stand to Reason to help us and uh, help us think through how to tactically present our faith. And Greg is coming to a special event at Living Truth Christian Fellowship, January the 26th. We call it 633. It actually starts at 633 in the evening. Yes, that was Pastor Michael based upon Matthew 6:33. We won't go there, it's another story. But anyway, we we're trying to be clever. But uh, Greg is coming and he's going to present something on his new book called Tactics. So Greg Kokel, you have been on the front lines of uh, apologetic ministry. For decades now, um, as long as I can remember, I'm not trying to... Yeah, it's been a long time, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to date you, Greg, but, but you have been oh, a faithful servant... I'm an old guy, that's all right, I don't mind. <laughs> You've been a faithful servant of the Most High God in equipping the body of Christ. And I thought it'd be good just to let us know, Greg Kokel, so what happened in your life? When did you meet the Lord, and how did you get this passion for apologetics?
2: Well, I became a Christian uh, 46 years ago when I was a student at UCLA. My younger brother, Mark, two years my junior, had been pecking away at me for quite a long time. Now, we both grew up in Chicago, uh, but we migrated to the West Coast here, Los Angeles area, through different means. But uh, I was chasing a woman, and he was running from the draft, so uh, that was kind of crazy. He got squared away with the military and was able to dodge that, and I lost the girl. But uh, the Lord found me in that relationship now that we were closer together geographically. And in uh, September of 1973, I entrusted my life to Christ and began walking with Him. And very soon after that, this was during the Jesus Movement, and of course, when you become a Christian, especially in that particular environment, I don't know how it is now, but when you become a believer back then, in that very supportive uh, uh, Jesus Movement environment, you're really excited, and you want to tell everybody about Christ, and there's lots of people that are on your side, and there's a whole social thing going on at at the same time. And so, uh, as a result, I'm engaging all kinds of people about my convictions. However, I did not become a Christian through apologetics, which is a little unusual for people in my profession or in my, my situation. Um, it was more just the, 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 the simple gospel and the movement of the Holy Spirit in my life. I mean, God got a hold of me and dragged me in. But I realized there's a difference, as William Lane Craig says, between knowing and showing and the Holy Spirit had convinced me Christianity was true, that's the knowing side. But I still had to show people it was true, and my conviction in the Holy Spirit wasn't going to do that. I had to give other information, and so that very quickly got me interested in apologetics, which actually fixed my personality quite well. And I started reading Josh McDowell and C.S. Lewis, and especially Francis Schaeffer. Now, these were people who had um, shaped me. Uh, Josh on the evidential side and Francis Schaeffer more on the philosophical side began to shape my thinking as a a Christian uh, apologist, I guess. I didn't think of myself as an apologist at that time. I just wanted to have reasons for my convictions and to help persuade people of the truth. So that's kind of how it all got started uh, 26 years ago, almost 27 years ago now. Oh my goodness, the time is flying. <laughs> I started Stand to Reason, and, uh, and now we have 19 staff members and four speakers, and uh, our goal is, is to 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 use apologetics as a tool to build Christian ambassadors and to get them in play, uh, winning people to Christ.
1: You know, the famous apologetics verse, uh, Greg, is 1 Peter 3.15, and it, right. It's kind of anchored in this idea of the hope that we have. And I think that for a Christian, you know, sometimes a maybe a person who casually listens to Christian radio, they're like tactics and, you know, a defense of the gospel. But one of the things that, that we want to get across is we're trying to share hope in a very hopeless right. and broken world. And yeah. so the, the hope that we have is Jesus. He is our hope and so, just to put it simply for our listening audience, you know, we're trying to get the hope out there. So, I, I like to think of myself as an ambassador of hope to give yeah. the, the true message of love and grace and truth in Jesus. I think that's a yeah, good well way to put, think about Michael. It.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, and actually, it, what what that particular angle from an apologetic perspective, and this introduces something that's new in the book because the tenth anniversary edition of Tactics is forty percent bigger than the original tactics. So people who have the first book and have liked it, and there's a lot of folks like that, um, still need to get the second book because they're missing out on a whole bunch of new material. i am almost doubled the number of tactics, for example. But one of them is what I call the inside-out tactic, and it's based on something that God has built into every human being, being made in the image of God, that, that it comes out in conversation. Uh, like, people know there's meaning to life. That's why they talk, People out, they try to talk a person out of a suicide. That's when somebody dies young, it's tragic because they died an untimely death. Now, the person who says that may be an atheist. So, if atheism is true, there is no timeliness to death, things just happen. There's no meaning to life. There's no broad purpose, whatever. But people know down inside that human beings have value and purpose, and they also know that human beings are broken. And this brings in the hope element that you just mentioned. mentioned. Mm -hmm. So there is kind of an existential, a personal, deep, profound awareness of things that God has built into every single individual. And it includes the awareness of their own fallenness, and so there's that existential, personal, heartfelt need for a message of hope. So in that particular chapter, I call the uh, the new tactic, it's a whole new chapter, called Inside Out, because mm-hmm. that which is already built in on the inside always comes out <clears throat> to the outside. And you're, you're going to see them express things that are part of being made in the image of God, but not a part of the worldview that they hold. So there's an internal contradiction going on, and we can use that to our advantage. A big part of it, though, is what you just mentioned. The hope that we have in Christ resonates with the desire for the hope for the rescue from our own fallenness and for adding meaning to our life. Very Amen.
1: powerful. Amen, Greg. And I, and I think you're quoting the essence of Romans 1, uh, you know, Verses 18 and 19 and following. Yeah, um, so, right. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. I think every uh, Christian knows that compassion should drive evangelism, and we want to give hope away. But getting from point A to point B, <laughs> getting a conversation going, is right. seems to be difficult for most Christians. We're all challenged in that way. We're all right. dealing with, you know, we don't want to be rejected and all of that. So how do we— right. One thing that I I heard you say recently is you're trying to provide a bridge for yes. a bridge for believers to get to that spiritual conversation. And I know, you know, every listener to Walk in Truth or Christian Radio or Apologetics, you know, struggles with, okay, how do I get there? So, give uh-huh. us kind of wet our whistle that we're, what we're going to experience on January 26th with your full presentation. Give us a little uh snippet on, you know, things that you might uh provide or present to us
2: yeah this is a very important point because not only is it difficult generally speaking to engage in conversations but the present climate is now really an increasingly hostile and so wow it's scary out there because there's emotional risk when you face a really aggressive rejection or challenges that may you may not be able to respond to Here's the secret, and this goes to the issue of the bridge from the content to the conversation or from the scholarship to the relationship. How do you get whatever it is that you know into place in the conversation? And, and the secret here, in one sense, is to remember that everyone likes to talk about their own ideas. Virtually everyone, I mean there are exceptions to this, of course, but everyone likes to talk about their own ideas. And that's why using the tactical approach that is grounded in a very specific way of maneuvering in a conversation using questions, the tactical approach is so effective in, in getting people, in, in, in providing that bridge, in, in, in making this transition into conversations that are more personal and hopefully eventually more spiritual. We don't start from ground zero at full stop and get into a 60-mile-an-hour conversation about spiritual things, usually, unless the other person is bringing it up first, okay, or raising an objection or something like that. Generally, we we have a ramp-up. We, have a, we ease into these conversations, drawing the other person out with questions about themselves, so we're showing a genuine interest in them, but we're also being alert for an opportunity to draw them out about their spiritual convictions. Mm-hmm. And there, there's lots of different ways that this works, but you said just to wet the whistle here, and that's what I'm doing now. The key is the, the, is the intentional and careful... Not complicated, but intentional and careful use of questions so that you are able to stay in the driver's seat of a conversation even though you're not doing most of the talking. Mm. And see, if you're not doing most of the talking and the other person is doing more of the talking, the other person is going to be happier. And <laughs> the Christian is going to be safer because as long uh, as we're not. In a in a straightforward way, preaching our view, then our view is not yet a target in the conversation. Even if somebody is raising objections about Christianity, the questions that that the tactical method teaches people to ask, and they're very simple. It's a very it's basically three steps to the ga- tactical game plan, allows them to stay, as I said, in the driver's seat and uh, and maneuver and be able to get uh, an appropriate advantage in the conversation without making the other person feel that they are somehow being controlled or manipulated because they're not they're not being con- but yeah. you are still moving the conversation <clears throat> forward in a productive way
1: especially if you you know if we're thinking of the end goal of compassion and hope and trying to get the gospel to them as you were talking right. greg i was thinking have you been watching some old reruns of columbo
2: yeah. He's the guy. I he mean was, he's my model. He's the master. he's unassuming, you know, he's relaxed, he's yeah. uh you know, he looks harmless and he said, you know, something about this thing bothers me, you know, and you mind if I ask you a question? And while he's doing there, initially at least, is he's gathering information. Yes. He's just gathering information and that's what we need to do. We need to gather information. To get the lay of the land, and when you think about Detective uh, Lieutenant Columbo, he is gathering information for a purpose. He's trying to solve mm-hmm. a crime, and so he's alert for the information that might help him. And when he picks up on something that might move him closer to the issue, he asks another question mm-hmm. in that direction.
1: That's that's and a great way. Then he way figures to think
2: out. I think yeah. I got the bad guy, and now he's using his questions in a different way. Mm-hmm. He's using his questions to trap the bad guy.
1: Okay, yeah, and uh, there's a
2: certain sense that we do that as well. Not to trap, but to, to, to help.
1: <laughs> Amen. So, Greg, for our listening audience, they don't need to get an old, uh, dirty overcoat. They can do this. No,
2: now. they don't need to do oh, that. Okay. I hey. got one. I'll, have, I'll bring it, you know, for our event on the 26th.
0: You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. You can now listen to Walk in Truth with Michael Lance wherever you go and whenever you want. That's because Walk in Truth can now be heard on your favorite podcast app. Apps like iPodcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and much more. Simply open up your favorite podcast app and search Walk in Truth. Make sure you subscribe so you'll know when a new show is available. Thanks for listening and partnering with Walk in Truth.
2: Do you feel equipped to share the gospel of Jesus Christ? Do you find it difficult to defend your Christian faith? The ministry of Walking in Truth and Pastor Michael Lance would like to give you a copy of his book, Suit Up, Putting on the Full Armor of God.
1: You know, the Christian life is a battle. It's not easy to stay on the straight and narrow, to walk the way we're supposed to in the midst of all kinds of temptations of our flesh, the world, the enemy. And so God has given us a provision. Here's the amazing thing. God has given us armor. And it is because He loves us and wants to protect us. Armor is for protection.
2: We will send you a copy of Suit Up as a thank you when you send a financial gift of $5 or more to Walk in Truth. Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry, and we appreciate your help to broadcast and grow the ministry to more radio stations. Please give online at walkintruth.com or call 844-48-TRUTH. That's walkintruth.com.
0: Click the Donate button or call 844-48-TRUTH. Make sure you subscribe to the Walk in Truth podcast, available on your favorite podcast app. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth.
1: This is Walk in Truth. This is a special broadcast. We're interviewing Greg Cokel He's written a new book, Tactics, and uh, it's how to give articulate answers, really, to your Christian faith, to share the hope tactically, effectively. And uh, Greg is coming to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in the city of Corona, where I'm the senior pastor, on January the 26th in the city of Corona. And that is happening at 630 in the evening. And we even have a dinner before. We're going to have a slice of pizza, a soda, or a bottle of water to get you ramped up for Greg's talk. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a great time of fellowship. And uh, we're excited about your new book. Greg, just really quick, could you tell people how to get to you, your website, and how would they grab a hold of a copy of your book?
2: Yeah, sure. Quick clarification. It's, the book is not new. It's 10 years old. But this is a second revised and expanded right. and completely updated edition. So it's got an, almost 50% new material and double the amount of tactics. So people who got the old one, I think, will really benefit from the new one. And there's two ways to do that. They can go to our website, str.org str.org and uh they can uh they can just go to our, our our shop or our you know our our store and they can get it that way or they can go to um they could go to um uh, to amazon which is what a lot of people do to be honest with you it's just a lot simpler for them and they can get it now both the old edition and the new edition are there on Amazon, so you've got to make sure you get the 10th anniversary edition. There's a big uh, emblem at the top, a big red emblem. And uh, just so you know, that book, I'm just looking right now, even though it's been out just a couple of weeks, uh, eight, I got 88 customer reviews, and 87 of them are five-star. Nice. And one is four-star. One four-star. So that's I kind of broke good. my pattern there. But anyway, that's a nice response from the public. And uh, I think your people are going to like that. So you go to, to org. And there's a lot of stuff about us there that they will benefit from on our site or they can quickly go to Amazon.com, type my name in, and the book tactics will come up, tap that, and just get it like that. And they'll have it quickly.
1: Good, Greg. Hey, thanks for that. And by the way, for the listening audience, if you come to the 633 event, you can get a copy of Greg's book right here. Absolutely. Hey, so yeah, Greg. absolutely right. we are we're, we're kind we'll of line- plenty of them there we're kind of winding down and I want to make sure that we get a little bit more content here. Witnessing can be both exciting and scary, I think for Christians and a lot of Christians, you know, may think it gets too complicated. You know, some of these ideas, even the word apologetics or, you know, some some of these ideas of tactically, you know, maneuvering people, people often feel a bit overwhelmed by this. So how do we simply kind of just put the cookies on the bottom shelf Uh, for people who may be listening and thinking, man, this is over my head. No, everybody can do it, but what would you say to a person that feels a little intimidated by just the whole concept?
2: Well, uh, I'm going to make a promise when I'm there at uh, at your church, Michael, and the promise to the audience is that I'm going to give you a game plan that allows you to converse with confidence in any situation, no matter how little you know or how knowledgeable or aggressive or even obnoxious the other person happens to be. And I fulfill that promise every time I speak. And the feedback I get, even from people who are young in their convictions and don't know a lot of theology and philosophy and apologetics, the feedback I get is that, and this is what they tell me, it's the most common phrase I heard here, this book changed my life. And if you want to simplify it, just think, In any conversation, always use questions. Mm -hmm. When you use questions, the other person is doing most talking, so it's not on you. When you use questions, the other person is giving their view, so it's not on you to defend a view, not at this point. And see, this is why what I say is, you know, you can use this tactical method starting at the beginning and get in to the shallow End of the pool. And people constantly tell me, I've been sitting on the bench for years, but what you just told me, what you just taught, I can do this. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I said, Great. Get out there and you can do some gar- gardening. Don't worry about the harvesting. Do the gardening. Mm-hmm. God will take care of the harvest in due time. Let's just get out and do a little gardening. And this really frees up people who are, especially those who are timid or unlearned in some of the what might seem to them more sophisticated things uh, in, in, our, uh, in, in Christianity or in apologetics. You don't need all, all of that. The game plan doesn't require that you know all of that. If you learn more, all the better. Mm-hmm. But this gives you a, a way to get into play when you know virtually nothing and you can begin drawing people out and watch and see what the Holy Spirit does. Here the final thing. <clears throat> I tell people you don't need to swing for the fences. You don't even need to get on base. All you need to do is get in the batter's box, and the tactical game plan will help you to do that.
1: Greg, I think that that is exciting, because having a game plan gives people confidence. You know, just knowing... Uh, you know, it's not some just cold approach. It's like, okay, I can do this. I have a game plan. And I think showing up is the biggest part of the battle with evangelism. Just just deciding that, hey, I'm going to pray, Lord, would you allow me to have an opportunity today to share the good news of Jesus Christ? And I want to challenge our listening audience, and maybe you're new to this program. This is Walk in Truth, Pastor Michael Lance. I want to encourage you that, you know, this area of our Christian faith needs to be stirred. We need to be challenged. And here's the good news. The good news is we have a game plan. Greg's going to help us with that game plan. And we're excited to have this evening. So let me tell you what's going on. If you just joined us, this is Walk in Truth, Pastor Michael Lance, interviewing right now Greg Kokel who's got an updated uh, version of his book, Tactics, a game plan for really sharing the good news of the gospel and, and and doing it effectively, winsomely, tactically. And Greg is coming to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in the city of Corona on January the 26th. We're going to start at 630 in the evening. We're going to have worship. Greg's going to make a presentation on this uh, subject matter, and we're even going to do a QA and a time. So you'll have a chance to ask Greg a question about maybe a situation that you've been in before, how to approach, you know, a certain, uh, you know, roadblock that you've run into. So it's going to be a a great evening. We're going to have food and fellowship starting at five o'clock. Of all things, pizza. You know, Greg hails from apparently from Chicago. So are (laughs) are you a deep dish guy, Greg?
2: Uh, am I a deep what?
1: Do you like deep dish pizza or are you Are you? No, I
2: actually like the thin crust. I'm kind of a low carb guy.
1: That's where I'm at now too. Only out yeah, of necessity.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I got you. We got to be careful.
1: <laughs> but Greg is coming to Living Truth on the 26th and we're going to have this great evening service and it's going to be a powerful night and we want to invite you along to come on out. Hey, Greg, uh, before we part company today for this interview, any final word? You got about a minute to share with the listening audience.
2: Well, I I want your listeners to think about this interview uh, in general. So there you are, Michael. You are drawing me out with questions. I'm doing most of the talking. I'm doing the heavy listening. I mean, lifting rather. And but you have been in control of the conversation from the beginning. You've been in the driver's seat because they're your questions. Notice also, you are nice. You were sweet. You were kind to me. There's nothing you know, awkward or unusual or untoward about our conversation. This wasn't like a trick or manipulation. No, you were drawing me out with questions and we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're looking for in our conversations with non-Christians. And that's why it makes the environment so much more relaxed for both parties. That's why Christians have been so excited about the game plan that I discuss in this book.
1: And even, you know, Greg, what you're talking about is it has a relational aspect to it, which I think in our culture right now, people are longing for and they want to know that somebody yeah. cares about them and is not just trying to, you know, uh, you know, check a box that I witnessed to somebody this week or whatever. So I think what you right. said said is, is a good thing for us to end on. Hey, so glad you're listening today to Walk in Truth. And we're excited about this event on January the 26th with Greg Kolkl at Living Truth in the city of Corona. You can find out information, directions, and all you would need to know at walkintruth.com. That's walkintruth.com. Greg, I, w- I wanted to thank you for your time today. Appreciate you being on with us. God bless you in your ministry.
2: Oh, I had a great conversation. Thanks a lot, Michael.
1: God
0: bless you. You're listening to a special program of Walk in Truth with Pastor Michael Lance and his guest, Greg Kokel. Remember, tonight we're having a free event called 633, named after Matthew 633, with apologist and radio host Greg Kokel. Greg's going to teach us how to have a game plan for discussing our Christian convictions. And then he, along with Pastor Michael and myself, will have a QA and a from you, the audience. You'll be able to ask questions anonymously through our app during the event. And then afterwards, Pastor Michael and Greg will answer them. So please come and bring a friend. We hope to see you and your family and friends here tonight. Now tune in Monday for the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in First Corinthians chapter 10, called For the Good of My Neighbor and the Glory of God. Hey, I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.